0: Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man back. It's Andrew Pollock. His daughter Meadow was uh, killed in Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, back in what was it now? Andy, 2018. 2018,
1: Joe. You believe it's five years?
0: I cannot believe it. It, it is uh, so good to see you. And uh, man, I just hate seeing these news stories come out about this this so called cop that was on campus that day. This guy Scott Peterson. I don't want to redo the entire story because you and I have talked about it probably thirty times. But let's just get down to the nitty-gritty on this case. There was a criminal a criminal case against Scott Peterson, the guy who was the allegedly the school resource officer, although he had no resources that day. And the reason that I saw that he was found not guilty the other day was that the jury or the judge, whoever it was that decided, believed that he truly didn't know where the shots were coming from. Now, you and I have talked about this a million times. We've relived this over and over. You've done it way more than anybody else has. And there's no way this guy didn't know that it was coming from that 1,200 building, right?
1: Joe, that's so, it's so false, that statement that he didn't know. He repeated on the radio uh, over, over and over again, shots fired inside the 1,200 building. So we have the recordings. We have people that—there that was a military, an ex-veteran, that drove him to the building, Joe. Deputy Peterson went nine, within nine steps of those doors to go into the 1,200 building— and he heard those rounds go off and he retreated. The veteran that drove him to that to those doors told me, Andy, I looked into his eyes when I dropped him off and he said he knew he wasn't going in that building. Wow. There's no way that he didn't know those shots were coming inside. And and it's a pity that we could not set uh, an example of this deputy that. That was a coward and didn't go in and save those kids. And, 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 what, we
0: had, and what we know, and I just want to add to this because again, I'm, I'm not an expert on it, but I've learned a lot from you on what happened that day. We also know that that people were alive, including Meadow, when he didn't go in. And had he gone in, of course, the the gunman has to now worry about this guy and stop shooting students, right?
1: Well, he's on the first floor. The shooter, when uh, that deputy—I hate even saying his name—it makes my stomach.
0: Well, they sick. don't. That's fine.
1: So when that deputy goes to the front doors of the building to get into the school, he reaches, he's just about reaching for the door. And we know by, by the time clock and the videos, that's when the rounds were going off on the first floor. So he killed, he might not have been able to save everybody on the first floor, but definitely my daughter and some others that were on the third floor, he could have saved them. And he could have had a clear shot. On the second floor, all the students and children were on lockdown on the second floor. Nobody was in the hallway. We know the shooter walked the whole second floor uh, alone when Deputy Peterson was outside hiding behind that uh, cement wall for over 40 minutes.
0: It's Andy Pollock. Um, uh, Andy, I have to know, why then was he found not guilty? And that was the specific reason they gave, was that it is unreasonable to think that he knew where the shots were coming from. When you and I, we know this veteran pulled him out. It was in a golf cart, right?
1: Yeah, he got driven to that uh, to the building in a golf cart. The,
0: the building, and, and he's outside the building. And for some reason, yeah. I, I feel as though he went to the door but didn't go in. Did he go to the door?
1: He walked within nine feet of the door, Joe, and that's wow. when we know by the time clocks, That those rounds were going off on the first floor. And, you know, with me, we talk about what I got going on. I've had my wrongful death case going on from before the criminal case. So what what we plan on doing, a lot of people in the news saw this, we're going to do a reenactment, Joe, of if you ever heard an AR round, it's deafening. So there's no way to not know that those rounds were going off in the building.
0: No, I've got an AR. Yeah, I've got an AR. You know that it's happening, especially inside of a building or it's going to reverberate through the entire building.
1: Correct. So there's no way that he didn't know. And I can't believe that the prosecution couldn't pull that off showing that the rounds were going off inside the building. And he lied through his teeth because numerous times he's mentioned shots inside the 1200 buildings in my depot. Uh, he lies, uh, in my wrongful death case, when we deposed him, he lied numerous times. So I don't even know how the, how the jury wasn't able to get perjury charges against him.
0: It is uh, Andrew Pollock's daughter Meadow was killed at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas high school in Parkland Florida, in 2018. Are we still doing com, Andy?
1: Yeah, we're working on burner, but I'm working a lot with law enforcement agencies throughout the whole country, preparing them, uh, for, for situations like this, you know, this situation, Every deputy in the world should know that you have to go in. So now it takes these cowards because there's coward deputies in every county you, that you deal with. So now it shows that they don't have to go in. Right, Joe? This didn't set a precedent for other departments and other deputies that they need to go in when their shots fired and move forward towards those shots and take out the shooter.
0: What's interesting about the case uh, is that it wasn't really about him being derelict in his duties. it was about him um somehow uh, because of his lack of activity allowing the death of the children. What were the actual charges
1: it was he the tough charge actually was a caretaker Joe okay they had to prove that he was a caretaker but you know Florida we have great legislature in Florida after the you know the murderer got off on the death penalty. everybody knows that, but Florida. Right that we got a great governor and, and legislature. Uh, we changed the law in Florida. It was unanimous. Now in Florida it only has to be majority. Okay. So we changed that you know, moving forward. And I think that the legislature is going to take a look at this case and make some changes to set a precedence to law enforcement that they need to go inside. And and anyone else listening to your show, because I know you got millions of listeners yes, out sir. there, Joe, it shows that You can't count on law enforcement to come save you and your family all the time. Most of the time they're gonna write a report, Joe. So you gotta train, you gotta get your concealed carry license and and, and be ready, you know, for when there's a situation, because now after this case, it just showed you law enforcement doesn't have to come in and save you, Joe.
0: It's uh Andy Pollock. Andy, we appreciate you coming on. What's interesting about about the case after the case, not interesting at all, you know, what happened that day. It's disgusting what happened that day. But he doesn't go in. And again, as you said, he made made it clear it was in the twelve hundred building. Just doesn't go in. And then Broward County shows up, eh, let me slowly put on my, my vest and let me slowly grab my gear. Coral Springs shows up and said, let's go in, what are you guys, crazy? So um, you do have some very good cops out there. You've got some that just like wearing the uniform and pretend they're Super Trooper or something. You've got people like Grady Jubb, the, the great sheriff in Polk County, who says make them grave, uh, graveyard dead. Andy, the, the end game here is this, and it's a very direct question. Is there a way after this case, after this verdict to compel police to do what we thought they were going to do in, in, at the scene of where people are dying.
1: I think it was lack of training in Broward. They had a bad sheriff at the time. And you have to be proactive, the law enforcement, they have to back their men. They have to have the right training, the right facility in Broward right now. Uh, the new sheriff, my my good friend, uh, Sheriff Tony, they just built a new facility, a uh, $35 million facility uh, to help better train their department. So it's all about training and backing your men to show them that it's okay. You know, we want an aggressive uh, deputy that's going to go towards the gunshots and not worry so much about your retirement and your pension if you you don't do the right, you know, if you don't go in the right way. You know, you hear shots, you got to go through, you got to go towards the shots. You know, look after, look what happened at Uvalde. I don't know if they're getting any uh, accountability in Uvalde, with that failed department that didn't go in that day, but we need to set a precedence. And I was hoping on this case that, uh, that we were going to find this deputy guilty. Well, are you
0: still going to set the precedent? If you get the, the, uh, a, um, the the verdict that you want in the civil case is not guilty, it's responsible, really, is what you would get. Andy, in the civil case, which, by the way, you only have to win by the preponderance of the evidence, we don't know how close the jury was in the, in the criminal case, that has to be beyond a reasonable doubt, uh, but you want to reenact the actual shooting, and uh, I think it makes sense, because you can actually tell what went down that day, and those, those deciding whether this guy is responsible or not, I think, need to have that. I think it's a very smart move by you. But I hear that there are people against it. Do you know who's against it? And what specifically will will the jury get out of um, actually witnessing what happened?
1: I know, Joe, that the community wants to move on, and I don't blame them for that. You know, there's children that go into that school, and you still have that, that aura of that bad day, and that building's still visible. So I get it, but I want to hold that deputy accountable in and, and a way that... that you know, we want to hold them accountable, and I think the way we're going to do it is to bring the jury to that building and fire those. You know, of course, it's going to be blanks, Joe, inside the building, and we want them to hear that percussion when, that, when the shooter's near the front door. And there's no way that this guy could say he didn't know where the rounds were coming. And that's our reasoning. I went over it with our attorney a few times, and I think the prosecution should have done that in, in the criminal case. But we're going to try and hold them accountable and make a difference in our civil case. Andy, what's
0: the argument? Because I don't get it. Don't you have him on the radio saying it's in the 1200 building? And don't we have have him nine nine feet, as you said, in front of the door, even if he wasn't sure where it was coming from, what harm would there have been for him to walk into the 1200 building? Okay, let's say it wasn't happening in there. He walks in, sees it's not happening there, goes to the next building. He literally did nothing.
1: Three people told him that the shots were coming from inside the building. He's on the radio saying shots are coming from the 1200 building. And then he makes up, you know, Joe, you tell that lie over and over again to yourself. You start to believe it. And and that's that's the situation with this with this coward. He wants to believe this lie that he didn't know where the shots were coming from. But we all know the truth. He just he just cowered out that day and let these innocent children and coaches and teachers get murdered on his watch.
0: I think that you've saved a lot of lives since this event happened, and I know that you never wanted the event to happen, either did I, Um, but you've saved a lot of lives because you're out there trying to make sure that schools are safer. Are school districts, uh, are they the ones that take up with you and talk to you about safety? Is it the local sheriff? Is it the local police department? Is it all of those? Uh, How how specifically can those watching and listening help to shore up the safety of their kids at school by talking to Andy Pollock today?
1: Sure. I I would tell every parent that writes me the most powerful voice out there are the power of parents to get involved locally because it's really hard to talk to some of these leftists that run these school districts. Right. But the power of parents, if they get together and make changes like Florida, Florida flipped five major school districts to conservative, where you have people that are going to be like minded that are going to put our children in safety first. So, a good group that I recommend all the time for parents to get involved is Moms for Liberty. It's a national organization. They're all over the country. They're making, they're making changes locally. And that's, that's the biggest thing I suggest for parents to get involved to make a difference, Joe.
0: You know, parents are being attacked at school board meetings, though. You, you know this. If you complain in Loudoun County, Virginia, about a male going to the, to, to the girls' locker room who ended up sexually assaulting some girls, so he wasn't trans or he was claiming to be. If you do that, the FBI like, puts you on a list. Um, they might drag you out of the meeting. I agree with you, and you've been saying this for five for five years now. That parents need to get more involved, but when you show up, the school board tries to shut you down. So you're saying that the the recourse or the answer to that is vote them all out, vote that ass out, and put people in there that will represent you.
1: There you go, Joe. You, that's the only way you can make a difference. And if and if you don't get anywhere that route, you gotta you gotta put your child in a, at a different situation because you're responsible for your child. Look for a school that takes that takes the, the right precautions, that takes safety serious. There's, there's a lot of lackadaisical schools out there, but it's your responsibility where you send your children. I know your kids are going to school. There's probably at least two armed guards. There's, uh, you got to have single-point entries. But the main thing is to get involved locally, Joe, and make the changes in your own districts. Vote those leftists out.
0: I I could not uh, agree with you more. Yeah, I mean, we've got police departments actually in the school campuses uh, here where I am in Texas. So, um, uh, Andy, uh, Why Meadow Died was the book. Is that still available on Amazon? Because as you, you told me many times, that's a handbook. Before you send your kid to school, read this book. Is it still available?
1: Yeah, Joe, it's still on Amazon, and it's a handbook for parents to see what goes on in these big public schools or even some small public schools to show them what to look for uh, the policies in place that are making their kids unsafe.
0: One last thing with Andy Pollack, and again, um, uh, Andy Pollack, you follow him on, on uh, I think Twitter is the one that you're most active on. I, I don't think you've been doing a lot lately, but you can go to uh, at Andrew Pollock FL over on uh, Twitter. Go and do that. Uh, one last question for you. What's what's the, the next step in this civil case? Is it going to be happening soon? Will the reenactment happen soon? Does does a judge have to say, yes, you can reenact? How does that work?
1: Yeah, we filed a motion uh, this week, Joe. Uh, on that motion to do the reenactment but now we could move forward we were waiting on the criminal case show now we could move forward on on the sheriff's department uh, on our wrongful death and and the monitors that failed my daughter that day that that did he he failed he didn't want to be the one to call the code red uh he's he's on the chopping block and the other guy david taylor uh, who hid in a closet on this 50 year old man hiding in a closet while kids are getting killed
0: all this so while, we're going
1: after all of them.
0: Joe. All this while, Aaron Feist put his body between kids and the gun.
1: Correct, and and we're gonna, and for me, it's all about holding people accountable. And real quick, I want to say, we we uh, I was a wrecking ball in Broward County. Yeah. We we we, got, we removed the sheriff, Joe. We removed the superintendent. Was arrested with the uh, attorney for the school district. Four school board members were removed from office by Governor DeSantis uh deputy peterson was arrested and tried to be held accountable but we'll get him in the civil case all these things have been done and to honor my daughter meadow from what happened to her that day to hold these people accountable well
0: god bless you stay strong my friend i appreciate you coming back on it's andrew Pollock. go follow him over on twitter we'll keep you updated on what's happening with the civil case and uh come back on soon andy thank you
1: great joe thanks for having me on like always
0: all right brother we appreciate you we're back after this stay right here Great to have you. Thanks. Make sure you get that book, Why Meadow Died. It's by Andrew Pollock. He is the father of Meadow who was murdered that day in Parkland, Florida. And he's doing the work. He's trying to trying to hold people accountable. He's trying to get something done. Um, this guy, Peterson, I don't get it. I really don't. And by the way, I don't think he's ever apologized. I don't think he's ever said anything to the families, uh, to be honest with you. want to lighten things up. I've got a little bit of time here, Kerry. This story jumped out at me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're on the this lookout. Weird. There's a There's a be on the lookout in, uh, what is this, Lake Tahoe? Yes, what do you have?
1: from NBC. People in Lake Tahoe, Nevada are being cautioned to secure their residences as a foot fondling intruder has been making their way around the area. Two women staying at a resort in Stateline, Nevada reported intrusions to their rooms on Sunday and Monday morning. The women woke up to the intruder fondling their feet, the sheriff's office said. Dude. In both incidences, the women were staying on ground floor rooms where the intruder is believed to have gained entry through unsecured exterior your screen doors lock your doors people listen i I don't
0: i don't have Mm -hmm. some foot fetish or something stupid if you do i don't care uh but can't you like work on your game and find somebody who will let you fondle her feet (laughs) you got to break into a hotel room or something you know
1: rooms like that that's that's a big what am i missing
0: here i mean is this this really what we've become as a society man look at those toes i gotta get me some of those toes and then you just like Mm. let me check the screen door. Oh, that's and she's dead out asleep, really and you're just, you're just playing with her toes. Yeah,
1: when you wake up to something like that, uh, no, that's that's. Uh, come on, mm-mm. man. No,
0: that's gross. Mm-mm. That is gross. And again, work on your game. <laughs> there probably are women that want their toes fondled. I don't know. You don't just break in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dumbass. A way to go. Oh my goodness. All right, uh, lots more to come next hour. We're going to start out with uh, we're, we're sending more money and more stuff to Ukraine because God knows we have not sent that little guy with the camouflage or the green shirt on. Have not sent him enough money. So you got to send him and, some more money.
1: Yeah, and these are, this is controversial.
0: Because it's kind of like we're bringing war. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: This is something we have not done before. So that's a good point. 888 941 PAGS, joepags.com. Do me a favor, go to Instagram, follow at joetalkshow. We'll pass 200,000, I think, this weekend. That'd be great, a great milestone for us. Uh, keep on doing those come on videos. I know you guys like them. Go and do that. Also, check out YouTube. They're putting the short videos up there too. It's Joe PAGS Radio. Another big hour coming your way. Stay here. Joe
1: Pags.